Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Maroc, Ambassador of Dark and Paranormal Tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. In this episode, I'll be sharing the conversation that I had with Ghost Nation stars Steve Gonzalez and Dave Tango. But ahead of that, I'll be sharing a clip that Travel Channel generously shared with me that is like the teaser trailer clip for the season two premiere episode, Evil Inc., which airs on Travel Channel on Saturday, October 17th at 9 p.m. Eastern and Pacific times. In the premiere episode, Jason, Steve, Dave, and Sherry investigate the paranormal events plaguing the Zone 13 tattoo and body piercing shop in New Jersey. I also had a chance to preview that episode ahead of my conversation with Steve and Dave. So I asked them, you know, a couple of questions about that, a couple of questions about the season in general. And we also talk about the other big Ghost Nation special happening in October, Ghost Nation Reunion in Hell. It's the two-hour crossover special with Amy Bruni and Adam Berry from Kindred Spirits. That premieres on Saturday, October 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, also on Travel Channel. And in the spine-tingling two-hour Halloween special, um, the Ghost Nation stars Jason, Steve, and Dave call in their old paranormal pals Amy and Adam from Kindred Spirits, but all of them used to, you know, appear together. They're original Ghost Hunters alum, but they reopen a case that they had investigated before at the Seaview Terrace. So kind of get into that a little bit also. But I just want to let you know that first you're going to hear the Ghost Nation Season 2 premiere teaser trailer for Evil Inc., then the conversation with um, Steve and Dave. So I hope you enjoy. Ghost Nation. Next on Ghost Nation. It gets crazy in here. We've lost some great clients that have been clients of mine for 20 years. I felt a child's hand run across the top of my head. There was a warm, sharp feeling across my abdomen. It was extremely frightening. What is going on? Why is there so much activity in this building? There were some deaths on the property. All right, that was a voice. Yeah. I heard that. I heard that. Hey, um, you guys, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thank you so much for joining me um, and, you know, giving your time. Um, I'm excited because I got to talk with 
Steve, last time I talked with you was in May, I believe, with Kendall, when yeah, the house in between right. came out. So I can talk to you again, but day or Tango, which should name? I call you? Uh, whatever, it's fine. They're both my name. You're good. <laughs> Way. <laughs> okay, but I never got to talk to you before like this. It's usually I'm on a you know conference call with other bloggers and reporters, so I'm excited to talk to you. Oh, awesome! Thank you. See here. <laughs> yeah, and um, so, mm. oh, and I have a question because we're your first episode is going to be the Evil Ink, right? That premieres um this in like a couple of days, yeah, I guess. Seventeenth. Um, Seventeenth. That's it. I thought it was coming up, but I was like, I just lost track of time. So, um, and I, you know, <laughs> yes, it's so easy now, right? <laughs> um, but the, when you guys, when when um, Steve and Jason were on the way there, and you guys were talking about your tattoos, um, what about you, Tango? Do you have any tattoos? I have uh, two. Uh, at the moment, I've had them for a while. I haven't gotten anything in a long time. I have uh, both on my right arm. Uh, they are magician tarot cards. They're um, different adaptations of the magician tarot card. I have the classic, and I have uh, a, a, another artist uh, uh, adaptation uh, of it as well on my forearm. Uh, so two, but I do plan on getting more. I always say this, and I never do it, but I, I do plan on getting uh, a sleeve at some point. <laughs> Because I, I I saw and maybe it'll be in you know the episode, but I, it just seemed like you know um, Steve and Jason were kind of. So I was like, well, what about Dave? I don't know or Tango. I don't know. <laughs> um, but then I have a question too about that evil Inkling. Um Sophia, she was so confident about the hauntings that she had, and and I wondered, do you guys feel that's kind of changed now with? people where you go to investigate instead of saying we're not sure can you guys give us confirmation are people now saying we know something's here but then what do they want out of it do they still just want the confirmation or have you noticed that you know with this case in particular they did just want to kind of you know know that everything that they were seeing was in fact something paranormal, but they were in crisis, you know, it was wedging, you know, between them a little bit. It was getting in the way of their business. Uh, They weren't sure if they were going to have to close their business or not. Um, So they did just want validation, but they also wanted and needed some help quite, quite a bit. And we were able to uh, offer that to them. But a lot of times, you know, in our show, because I think people are starting to realize there's not a, a tried and true or definitive way to get whatever's there to leave or stop happening. And maybe that's not even what we should be doing. You know, we're here for a, a very short period of time. If you consider eternity, these things are here forever. You know, who are we to, to try to get them to leave? And, you know, and maybe that's where they're supposed to be. We don't really know. Um, but there are ways we can get haunted to stop and, and uh, you know, things like systematic object removal and uh, really taking their home back in terms of verbal commands and that sort of thing. And we have had a lot of success with that. But, you know, sort of educating people and, and teaching them how to, and I'll use a term that everybody knows, you know, coexist with what is there, 
has been really valuable for a lot of people. It's not necessarily, you know, hey, you need to be afraid of this. Let's get it out of your house. It's really, you know, giving them a, a cognitive repackage of what they consider to be scary in terms of the paranormal and, and educating them on how to deal with it themselves. Uh, and it's been very, very valuable. I actually just got a message not too long ago from a couple we have uh, worked with on a coming up episode uh, that said, oh, my gosh, you know, thank you so much. Uh, we've been actually implementing the, the techniques that you taught us and told us what to do, and uh, it's been working. We've got some of the activity to stop. Uh, we don't fear it anymore. We walk around our house. They're no longer thinking about selling their house. Um, it's not gotten in the way of her, her writing or, or their you know, business anymore, and uh, that's really valuable to us that we've been able to do that for people, and we help that couple so much. But that didn't come from removing the ghosts. That came from uh, teaching them how to sort of not fear and live with it. Now, there are some people who just can't do that and want it gone. And we do try to help them as well. And we've had some success on uh, this show and some upcoming episodes. For one of the first times ever, I think, we were actually able to get into the on. Uh, on Ghost Nation, and that's not something that happens often in the paranormal world. Ooh. That's cool. <laughs> that's the best reaction. I love it. <laughs> You're always super fun to talk to, I tell you. <laughs> well, I just like the answer. You know how I feel. <laughs> Um, and what about um, the the free-floating energy? I'm kind of going into the reunion in hell episode a little bit. Was, was that, I, I want to say from all the years watching this, I don't remember watching you guys go around like that. So, I mean, Steve, you specifically had the EMF. And I, have you ever, I think you said that was the first time, but is that really the first time you ever saw that happen? I have uh, I have seen that happen before in terms of, you know, we do get EMF fluctuations that seem to be free-floating without a source. So that tells you that there is a ball of energy there somehow, whether it be through something paranormal, something organically happening naturally in the environment. Uh, that's, you know, as investigators, what we need to figure out. Um, but on this case, the reunion in hell, it's Halloween night. I had never in my life seen it act that way, move on command, able to track it, uh, and the whole time it being just, you know, a free-floating anomalous ball of, of it, essentially radiation, uh, you know, move around the environment and interact with us. I had never uh, in my life experienced so much so that when we were done filming for that night, I literally said to you know, Jay and Tango and the production crew and even Amy and Adam who were there. Like, I know everyone's leaving right now, but uh, as a, an investigator, I need to go study that. I, I just have to study that. I have to document it. I have to see what happens with the fluctuations. I need to figure all that out. And, and I did. I went down there with my notebook and I spent, a, you know, a, a good chunk of time without cameras or without any, you know, really 
studying that phenomena and what it could mean for the paranormal field. To, and, uh, you know, that was all just off camera stuff where I, I just needed as an investigator uh, to study that. And uh, I remember Jay just looking at me and said, heck yeah, bro, like do what you need to do. Get down there, take as long as you want. Uh, and the production crew being like, you know, because of, you know, the, the rules that they have to live with in the TV world, you know, okay, you know, you could stay as long as you want, but you, you might be alone because we got to head out of here. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> That's so, where you uh, disappeared to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know where you went. I was like, really? Is that true? Yes. You didn't I have no I idea. Went? No, I had no idea what yeah. was happening. I didn't know where you were, you know? Holy <laughs> crap. Now I know. I went back down there and I, and I studied it with, with more instrumentation and documentation. And it was still there and I stayed it until it completely dissipated. Yeah. Oh, that is so. So, Tango, were you like looking? Because I know sometimes Steve, well, so what we see on TV, he'll kind of like do a little something, something to get your goat. Were you kind of like, since you didn't know where he was? Were you looking over your shoulder? I, like, is he gonna I, pop I out somewhere? I, no, I mean he's my buddy. I was like, where the where the heck is he? You know, <laughs> I couldn't find him, and no, you know, nobody nobody was telling me anything. He <laughs> uh, was talking. That was huge. So good luck with that. Yes, yes. and you were in the basement, of course. Yep. You just wanted to make sure your ride wasn't leaving without you. That's all. That's probably what it was. So cool, <laughs> <laughs> my buddy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And that's exactly what I was that, that mansion also, um, one of my friends she wanted me, her name's Priscilla Bettis, and she said, Would you please ask them if you get a chance that if spirits at wealthy places like Seaview um are any different than spirits in ordinary people's homes? Um that's well, a good question. Yeah. Doing like we did we We've done research there before, but not. We only scratched the surface, uh, you know, uh, previous work. But this time with Ghost Nation, I mean, we really, 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 really uh, dived super deep into the research, and we're able to find out more things about the people that live there, and the people, you know, that pass there. Uh, and we, I don't want to say too much, um, but we were able to uh, figure out that there were a lot of pieces from different homes with really dark backstories, uh, you know, documented backstories that were kind of Frankensteined into this one building. Um, and so we were able to, we were able to look around and find these pieces of, uh, I want to say furniture, but, you know, uh, decorations and walls and, and there's glass there that has weird history. There's a ceiling there that has really dark history. And uh, with that attached our names and these are names that we can use in our investigation, um, if, if there's a connection or not, we have the, this new ammo that we didn't have before, which definitely, definitely, in my opinion, um, helps our investigation. Oh, yeah. It was good. You found some good stuff. And it was kind yeah. of weird. Both both episodes, I, I got to watch your Evelyn Quinn so far and the, the um, reunion in hell. And they both have two very interesting themes with merged houses and true crime mm. connections. So will we see that in other episodes this season too? Yeah, I think so. I mean, one thing we all, and we keep talking about this, but uh, one thing that, you know, Tango, me, Jay, we all love about this show is really the sleuthing and mystery mm -hmm. aspect of it. You, you know, 
in previous work, sure, we would find these stories, but we would take these stories in a way and just, you know, investigate the, the backstory of it. Um, and here, though, we keep doing, oh, we heard that this person was murdered. They didn't find the records. Well, why didn't they find records? Is there something hidden going on? Let's figure that out. Like, we really mm-hmm. dig until every lead uh, has gone dry. And we're using police departments. We're using, uh, you know, state historical societies. The, the real deal research, you know, about as good as you can get. And we go to these places. We They give us records that we can dig through and, and really unbridled access uh, and it's been great. And, and that's one of our favorite parts is the the intrigue and the mystery and really putting all of these puzzle pieces together. And they let us explore that. You know, there there could be time limitations, that sort of thing. But with Travel Channel and the production company, they really say, guys, this is your investigation. Like, yeah, we need to make a show, but this is your investigation. If you want to dig down these leads and, and really figure this story out so you can find out who is here, Let's do it. Let's roll our sleeves up and, and put the time in. And, and we do. And, and that's one of my, my favorite parts. Ooh, Yeah, they, they trust us to, to, you know, that we know that we're going to do the right thing. And that is, you know, to me to trust and, and I love them for that. That's awesome because you guys are really, I feel like you've upped your, your game on that a lot. Thanks. We did, you know, it, because the field and this show, you know, it's it's no longer just the, the pursuit for the best piece of evidence that you can find. It, it, it really is a mission statement to help people educate them and get the answers, whether those answers mean a ghost or not. You know, we've helped a lot of people without finding any ghosts at all. But as long as we help people, that's all that we really care about and luckily for you know the viewers us helping people also includes ghosts and scary stuff that they love to see and you know <laughs> running around in the dark and being the creepiest places that most likely they, they're not really interested in going they want to watch through you know our investigations um, but we're finding more and more that as the audience grows they do want to go to these places they do want to see these things they do want to experience it and uh, I've had people recently say, you know, I would watch you guys on Travel Channel season one, uh, but now, you know, I- I'm actually doing it myself. I'm going to these places, and I'm, and it's like, whoa! And they're actually doing the research too before they go to these places. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool to see. Look what you guys did, trendsetters! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think, Courtney, if you have one more quick question, I'm sorry not to wrap in just a second. Okay, um, I will just ask one last question. Um, do you, uh, oh, the COVID-19, this, I'm assuming for viewers, a lot of this was filmed before all that. Well, you know, no, not really. Uh, <gasps> the only wow. episode that was filmed before COVID is the season opener on the 17th that was filmed in uh, I want to say February or March, uh, right before uh, Travel Channel, you know, said we need to not risk the health of, of, of you guys, the crew, or risk the health of, you know, people that we would be coming in t- contact with. They wanted to be a part of the solution and, and not the problem. So, you know, they, they took everybody off of the road and, and shut down production. Uh, but then uh, when, you know, some things were loosened a little bit, 
and they gave us very, very strict protocols and procedures to follow and to keep everybody safe. And, and you know, uh, and we were able to film the rest of them during, uh, you know, this this whole uh, shutdown we have here. But they're very strict. You know, we have to stay in our own little bubble. We get tested every week. We, you know, take our temperature twice a day. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it. We're not allowed to shake strangers' hands. We can't get within, you know, we can't go to restaurants. We can't do... You know, a lot of those things, but it's fine because we're still able to make the, the show. And uh, some of our best episodes have, have come out of it because we're focusing on other uh, things and we're really digging uh, much deeper um, because there's not as many moving parts today. So we're able to focus where we think the energy needs to be. Really a blessing, honestly, that we've been able to do that uh, after COVID. So the episodes really happened during the, the quarantine. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I'm glad I asked that. And you guys, thank you so much for your time, and I'm really excited for the premiere of the 17th, and we're ready to rock and roll and watch you. <laughs> thank, thank you, Courtney. It's always a, a, a pleasure to talk to you. You're super, super sweet, and always ask the best questions. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Steve. It's been nice to talk with you, Tango. I'm here, Courtney. been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Maroc, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this journey. I snagged the music, Phantom from Space, from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. If you'd like to continue exploring beyond the podcast, jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net. Or if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Haunt Jaunts wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also jaunt with me socially on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You'll find links to all of Haunt Jaunts social media on the website, as well as a player on the podcast page with all of the episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.